Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Welcome, 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 welcome. And welcome, welcome. And welcome, welcome. And thank you, thank you. And thank you, thank you. It's Doug. And Renee. Married Life. Married life. Married life. Married life. Married life. This is us. Married life. This is us. Married life. Married life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We wasn't even looking at each other. Exactly. That's what happens when you've been married for almost 35 years. What happens? You already know. No, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you but don't. But sometimes you kind of flow together. Yeah, sometimes you do, but sometimes you don't. That was one of those times. But you're still surprising me and you're keeping me on my toes. You're still surprising me and keeping me on my toes. Keeping me on my toes, that big toe. You keep me on my left big toe. Hey, that's what we supposed to do. Keep me on my left big toe? Yep. Tomorrow it's going to be your right big toe. You never know. I might have you on just on a pinky toe one day. Okay, y'all. So we are. T- <laughs> <laughs> this is the first day, not the first. It is the first day. The first week of May. Of May, yes. Yes. Welcome to spring. I guess it's supposed I'm to be spring. According to the calendar. According not, to the calendar. Not, not according to the the weather. Man, oh man, oh man. Yep. So we still got our heat on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> but in any event, a new week. Yeah, and everything new gets month. thanks. At least yes. we can afford the heat. Yes. Thank God for the heat. Thank mm-hmm. God for a new month, a new day, no matter what the weather is. Yep. I mean, and that that's marriage, right? Even though we're not really going to talk about that. What? You said, I'm still surprising you. Sometimes God surprises us with the weather. It's May. We anticipate having windows open and... It's, you know, not having the heat on and the weather being nice and the flowers blooming, except, except it's, ex, um, what do they call it? Unseasonably cool. Yes, unseasonably cool. <laughs> so sometimes in our marriage, we have unseasonably unexpected yeah. things that arise in our marriage. And you know what? That's an excellent segue into the, our topic because we still have not given our topic. I was just thinking the same thing. Excellent segue. We didn't plan any of this. The Lord just did it. He just did it. Just did it. That's so, what I'm trying to tell y'all. He just yeah, did it. He did it. And guess what? He did it. I'm going to use our topic to tell you how he did it. He did it on purpose. God is an intentional God. Mm-hmm. He does things with intentionality <laughs> and with a plan and mm-hmm. with a purpose. And it's not by coincidence. It's not it by coincidence. Not. You started listening to this podcast. I don't believe that not one for one second do I believe is by coincidence. We do not. We do not believe that. So we are going to start talking about on purpose, live life with a purpose, walking in purpose, living out your purpose, and we're just going to call it on purpose. On purpose. Um, And that um, makes me think we all have a purpose on this earth, right? God didn't just poof, you're here and figure it out kind of thing. God has uh, everything, done everything with intent Mm -hmm. and by design. Mm -hmm. You are here 
by design. You're listening to this podcast by design with a purpose. And we must seek out God regularly to find out what our purpose is on this earth. Whether you're single or married, it it doesn't matter. Um, We all still have a purpose, right? And we have to figure out what that purpose is. Mm -hmm. Um, If you already knew, knew or if you already know what your purpose is on this in you know in this world and in your marriage then great you're ahead of a lot of people my question to you would be are you living your purpose for this season because seasons change and your purpose may change you know what i'm saying for a certain season now when it comes to being married you know i'm not telling anyone to get a divorce our, our season for being married is up that's not what i'm saying but I was thinking when you said that, well, we all have a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just how we go about that purpose, the, 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 for lack of a better word, the tactics that we use mm-hmm. may vary. But our purpose... What do you mean, the tactics? How we go about achieving our purpose. How we go about walking out our purpose. Okay. Because our purposes are different. Our purpose is, a, um, well, I'm talking about individual. Yeah, okay. okay. So right, an individual right. purpose okay. person has a, has a purpose. Yes. God has them here for a purpose. Yes. And how you walk out that purpose may change. But your purpose for being here, I don't think changes. Because you said in this season. Mm-hmm. I met somebody who's, who's doing something like if they... If they are in a career and their career, you know, they feel like I've been doing, I've been a lawyer for X amount of years. And now, um, <laughs> and now I feel like I'm supposed to switch from being a lawyer to something else. Well, I think. That's what I meant. Okay. Okay. Because I'm thinking about your, your ultimate purpose oh, okay. in, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. big picture not not what you do. And so I think that's good for people to be able to discern or decipher mm-hmm. between the two. What you do is not who you are. Mm. You know how some people say, I am a lawyer. That's not who you are. Mm-hmm. That's what you do for a living. And I'm careful too, because I often say, I am a personal trainer. No, I am not a personal trainer. I am a woman. I am a Christian. I am a wife. I am a mother. But what I do and who I am is two different things. So you have to be careful to say in saying that, you know, I went to law school and I obtained a law degree and I have achieved my purpose. Now, God may use that to propel you or push you or, you know, your journey Mm -hmm. towards your purpose or in fulfilling your purpose, but that's not your purpose. That's what you do. That's what you do. Okay. And I truly believe I, I do personal training, but my purpose is um, intertwined with that, that calling Mm -hmm. and that gifting God uses that to help me fulfill my purpose. Case in point, you've, in point. you've often often asked me, 
I know where you is. Is this your job or your ministry? I sure do. And that's because I can't separate people. Some people can do it. I can. But separate <laughs> who they are from what they do. What I do is often intertwined with my purpose mm-hmm. because I love helping people. It is innate for yeah. me to help people. Mm-hmm. And you give away free advice. I give away free advice. I just told someone that at the gym the other day. I said, my husband often gets on me for giving away free advice, but I love helping people. And that is something I believe that God is using to help me towards my purpose in serving him because that often draws people to Christ. That is our purpose on this earth is to help lead people to Christ. I understand what you're saying. Okay. But even when you go to the doctor, you got to pay a copay. They should at least drop $10 on you. What they got to do with purpose? <laughs> I'm like, huh? what? I'm talking about all the free advice you give out. Oh, they should at least give me a copay. Yes. (laughs) Copay, coinsurance, deductible. (laughs) They should at least give you a copay for as much free advice as you, or free information that you give people. But anyway, we digress. So your purpose, um, your purpose, we've established your purpose isn't what you do. It isn't your occupation. Right. It, it's, it could it's, be. It could be. Mm-hmm. It could be intertwined. But you you have to seek God for that. Yes. You know, and get that, get that, I know that I know that I know that this is what God would have me to do. And it's not because my grandfather did this, my father did this, and now I'm going to do, you know, go into the family business. That may not be your purpose. That may just be, you know, something that you do and that I don't know what it is but there may be some people out there who are listening to us who you know there's been a family business good or bad that people are expecting you to go into and continue the family tradition the family business and you feel in your innermost being your innermost sanctified holy ghost self that I'm not supposed to go down this road yeah. And so then this is uh, this is what I believe you're talking about. Difference between what you're do what you're doing as your occupation versus who you are as a person. Cuz I I know not to get off sidetrack, but my mom she she truly believes her purpose was to be David Dancer's wife. Mm-hmm. She believes that. She that that was that's my purpose was to be David Dancer's wife who's my dad and you know and be the mother of the five of us and the grandmother of however many. But I, she, she truly believes that. So like you said earlier, when you started, you know, wife, mother, and we kind of overlooked that, especially in the 21st century, you know, the whole, you know, being a mother, being a father, we want to go out in the corporate world and make six, seven figures and everybody's trying to build their brand and do all this other stuff and, but that may not be your purpose. Right. You know, you just doing something because you see everybody else doing it on social media. Oh, I got to do my brand. I got to, you know, do this. And I got to have so many posts because of the algorithms and all this other stuff. But that's not your purpose. Yes. And, and let's bring it back to married life. Married. Okay. Because sometimes we kind of get off. And I mean, I think it's good, but 
to help people mm-hmm. put things in perspective. But even in your marriage, what's your purpose? So the Bible tells you tells us in Ephesians five. Um, read the whole chapter, um, Ephesians five, um, about the ministry of a wife, ministry of a of a mm-hmm. husband. It does, and so I think that's a good start for giving you a instructions on what's expected of you, but then you have to go even deeper than that into God's word to identify what's your purpose for your spouse? Because it looks different from what's, one marriage to another. What's your purpose? What's your, your, spouse? your spouse? Like, how do you fulfill that purpose oh, of a wife? Okay. Okay. So me okay. being a wife of Douglas does not look like our next door neighbor's um, who are married, yeah. you know, which... Because you wouldn't be feeding those birds. That's another... St- Douglas, let's, let's, <laughs> okay. let's bring okay. it back into a topic that's a pet peeve okay. of his. Um, <laughs> um, so me, Renee, what is, what is my purpose? My prayer is often, God, help me to be the wife that you called me to be. Mm-hmm. So that means God has to show me how to be a wife... To Douglas. Yes. What's my purpose? Um, my purpose, you know, is it ministering to you in a way that is uplifting to you and helpful? And I'm pretty sure every wife should be doing that. But to how, their own husband. But how do I do it? Right. Mm-hmm. But how do I do it? What's, to, the, what's, to your own husband. What's my purpose, God? And so we need to find out... From the Lord, not from our pastors, not from our, you know, another couple or even maybe parents who who have been married forever and then you get married and you're trying to find out from your, you know, your parents or your great grandparents on how to be a spouse to your husband or a spouse to your wife. Your great grandpappy? Yes. So we have to walk out our purpose. Mm-hmm. It looks different for everybody. The path may be similar and the path may not be similar, but we have to walk out our life's purpose the way God would have us to do it. And so when you were talking about married, I thought of, is it God's purpose, God's will for you to get married? That's a good point. Because is it God's purpose? Is it God's will? You know, is it God's will for you to be married? Or is this something you want to do? And you're willing to take anyone that shows you any type of interest, affection. You're just willing to, oh, this person looked at me. You know, they offered me a ride home, whatever it may be. You know, they got up for me. I was on the train and... They saw me from a crowded train, and they gave me their seat, and now they're supposed to be my husband. I, I don't know how, you know. Because but, they purposed in their heart that they were getting married, and you could purpose <laughs> something in your heart. And no, I mean this. I mean this thing. You can purpose something in your heart, but is that your purpose that God has designed for you? Mm-hmm. 
because we make the mistake sometime of doing something that we think that we are supposed to be doing, but God never intended or purposed for us to be involved in in that. And for an example, somebody who's single may not be meant to get married. God may not have purposed for you to be married, but you have purposed in your heart that I'm, I'm getting married. married. Yeah. And so by uh, all, was it, was it means necessary, was it? By any means. By any means necessary, <laughs> you're going to get married. And that may be where some people are in their marriage because they purposed in their heart. They're getting married, and it's kind of like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. And that could be why you're having the challenges you're having right now in your, in your marriage. So in Luke 22 and 42... I uh, believe this is the NIV or Amplified version. I didn't write it down, but I know it's one of those versions. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup of divine wrath from me, yet not my will, but always yours be done. And so Jesus is clearly, you know, saying, I don't want what's best for me. I want what you want for me. I want your purpose for my life. I want your purpose to be done for my life because we, when we start um, getting into what we want, then we start getting into our feelings because what you want in 2022, I was trying to think of the year this was because I know what I wanted in 2002 was not the same thing that I wanted in 2012, which is not the same thing I wanted in 2022. So you have to be very careful about getting your way in certain things. Because you've purposed, like you said, and that was an excellent, um, excellent Point. example. Or, okay. You purpose in your heart. Some people purpose in their heart, I'm getting married before the end of 2021. Or I'm getting married in 2022. So they, they just get married. I mean, it, no matter what we say, and, you know, we've taught premarital classes in <laughs> My wife's like, they just get married. Why are we doing this? They get married anyway. <laughs> it's the truth. And I'm like, well, we just want to give them the information. And have, if, at least they can't say they didn't know. Because a few years after you get married, or even a few months after you get married, you can't say you didn't know. Because we went through a whole course and said, you know, taught and so on and so forth. But if you purpose in your heart to do something, then they, that's not the best that God would have for you. And I'm not saying this wasn't God's will for you guys to get married. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I am saying, I've said this before, you can marry the right person at the wrong time. If you just wait and you need to grow, you need to experience some things, they need to grow, they need to experience some things separately and grow and mature in Christ. And then when you come together, you'll have a more uh, holy union and it'll be more... uh, Stable, fruitful, Mm -hmm. yeah, though, you know, and so, but if you rush and you want to do things on your own, then you have to maintain it. And that, that's going to be a hard thing to do when it comes to marriage. That might be why you, you know, you only been married four or five months, but it seemed like you've been married 14, 15 years because you're trying to do all this in your own power, your own might. And it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to do. It is. And if you're doing it without the Lord, as you said, if you have to maintain it, that's marriage is hard enough. Mm -hmm. 
But then when you're doing yes, it your way, <laughs> especially if you're married to Renee, I'm going to keep it real and I'm going to keep it raw. If you're married to Renee, it's hard. I'm, I'm speaking for Doug because, of course, he's the only husband I have. So <laughs> y'all pray for him. <laughs> um, y'all just pray for him. Um, but if you are trying to do something within your own power, that's where a lot of marriages have a challenge, bigger challenges, because marriage is challenging. Like you just said, it's hard. Yes, Lord, it is hard. But it's harder if you don't have God in the midst. The Bible says a three-strand cord isn't easily broken. So if you don't have that third strand, which is the Holy Ghost, which is God that is holding you together, it's easy for your marriage Mm -hmm. to fall apart. Because you're trying to do it in the power of your might. Mm -hmm. And God knows that he is the source of our strength. You need all, every bit of the power of God operating in your marriage and in your relationship. And that is something you have to be purposeful about. You have to do it regularly. Seek God. Because as... Doug said, I still keep you on your toes. You still keep me on my toes because we're changing. We're evolving. We're growing. As we get older, the things we we like and don't like has changed. And we each have to adapt and yes, flow with those different changes. And in order to do that, we have to purposefully seek God and say, okay, God, <laughs> these dynamics are changing. Things are shifting. And I, I need your direction on how to communicate, on how to engage, in, on how to interact with my spouse, on how to be patient, on how to be kind, on how to be, you know, at peace, on how to hold my tongue and let the Lord fight my battle. And that's just a few things that just came to mind. So, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Go ahead. Okay, so you were saying, um, what was you saying? You was like, hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle. And I started thinking, victory, victory is my... Anyway, I digress. So <laughs> when it comes back to purpose, purpose, pur- God's purpose versus your purpose. Yes. And you, you want to... Um, and I'm, I'm trying, I'm speaking now to the, the couple that's married and you're going through a sticky point, rough point right now. And you're like, man, this, this, I'm not sure I married the right person or I'm not sure. Too late. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh no, I was, I was thought I was having a, a real moment. You there. are, you are. Keep going. I, I, I you, you feel it to, to the person who you yeah, feeling we, like? Yeah, we're going through a rocky stage right mm-hmm. now. And it, it seems like we we just not vibing. We're not clicking. We're not flowing like we used to. And to that, I say God is trying to work something out in you. And the only way he can get that out of you and your spouse is be, is for you to go through, you know, this little storm, this little situation. Mm-hmm. And... I, and I don't want to get too far off track, but I know I, I told you something. I said, in my personal life right now, I was like, I was, I had been, you know, saying I wanted to be a, a more effective leader 
and things like that. And I see the situation I'm in, you know, in my professional life. And I'm like, okay, God, I see what you're doing. In order for me to get to be where, you know, I said I wanted to be or become, you have to put me in this situation. Because I won't know what's in me till I get in that certain situation. And sim- to bring that back to marriage, there are certain things that are in you that won't come out until you're in certain situations. Yeah. But but going back to what we were saying earlier about you have to be purposeful about your relationship with God and seeking God for guidance. You only can see that because your spiritual eyes are open. Mm-hmm. If people are closed minded and not in a connected relationship with God, an intimate relationship with God, it's very difficult for them to identify that when God is showing them something, um, when God is taking them through something, that he's trying to work something out of them or he's trying to get them to a place to be a stronger person or to be a leader, as you Uh. said. You have to have you have to be purposeful about your relationship with God mm. so that your eyes are aware, your height, your spiritual awareness is heightened. So when God is taking you through a rough patch in your marriage, you could say, okay, God, I remembered, I prayed, I want you to help me, God, to be more patient. Well, guess what's going to happen? Your patience is going to be tried. Yeah, your spouse is going to get know, on your nerves. God, I want you to help me to hold my tongue. There's going to be opportunities that you're going to want to say something. And, say he, and he's going to say, I'm giving you the chance. to. I'm teaching you in this situation mm-hmm. to hold your tongue. But you have to be aware and have a spirit of discernment and have a relationship with God. So when he's trying to show you those things, you are more in tune with, okay, God, this is for a reason. You may not see why. Mm-hmm. But you should at least be able to see that in Romans 8 and 28, it says, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and who are the called according to his what? His purpose. According to his purpose. Yeah. You have to know that and you have to trust that, but you have to be able to see a connection between what you're going through and God's working something out for your good. I think it was important. No, everything you said was important, but what stuck with me is when you talked about having a relationship uh, with with the Father, because that way um, you you know when you when you you know spent time in prayer and fasting and meditating on on His Word, that when situations arise, you know you're like, okay, you know God, nothing passes your desk, nothing passes you, nothing catches you off guard. So if this situation came into my life, then I believe you believe that I'm able to deal with it. I'm able to handle it, even though I may not want to handle it. I may not want to deal with it. I believe, you know, in whatever situation we're going through in our marriage right now, I believe it's for your glory and you'll get the glory out of it. Yes. But we have to be purposeful in making sure that he does by not trying to walk away from a challenge or remove ourselves from a challenge because it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. I think that's important that we have to do, be purposeful, purposeful about making sure God gets the glory. Yeah. Yeah. So 
In Isaiah 55 and 9, it says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So God, God's not going to check with us before he decides to do something. And he doesn't have to. He may, you know, alert you in some way, shape, or form, but he doesn't have to because he's omni-omniscient. Omniscient, all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful. Yeah, all of those. Omni, yeah. He's all of those. So <laughs> he, He's alpha, he's omega, the beginning, the end. He doesn't have to check with us before, we, before he decides to do something. So, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, you go to school and you get a pop quiz. And the pop quiz usually is on something the teacher taught or the professor taught. And they're like, well, I just want to see if you really retained what I taught. Right. You've been sitting here for two, three weeks. You know, did you retain this? So sometimes it's a pop quiz. And he doesn't have to check with us before he decides to spring something on us. It's like, okay, what are you going to deal with this now? How are you going to deal with this now? Because it's my purpose for your life. Are you willing to, when we all decided to follow Christ, part of the deal was we give up our will for God's will for yep. our lives. Not, not my will be done, but your will yep. be done. Yes. Yes. So tune in with us next week as we continue our conversation about On Purpose. On Purpose. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.